Today's episode is sponsored by Spartan Chemical Company. Family owned and operated since 1956, Spartan Chemical is a leading manufacturer of superior and cost-effective specialty chemical products sold through select trusted distributors. Spartan Chemical makes clean simple. For more information, please visit spartanchemical.com. Today's topic is about something you see in the news every day, concerning to some, intriguing to others. Artificial intelligence, or AI for short. And today to talk about this, I welcome Dean Mercado, the CEO of Online Marketing Muscle, specializing in digital marketing coaching. Dean, have you heard of AI? Slightly, just a little bit. <laughs> as, we, as we're referencing the elephant in the room, right? <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's interesting. I played with the Chat GPT and the one now Google has, but uh, I don't know. You're the expert here. You know, Dean. Some see AI as a threat, others as an opportunity. Tell me this: How do you see it? We'd be we'd be naive if we thought that things would always stay the same. You know, technology is is growing and expanding leaps and bounds at this point and it's only going to speed up now we can allow that to intimidate us and scare us or we can look at it and say you know what it is what it is how do i leverage it how do i take advantage of it how do i use it so it's not destroying us right but it's actually serving us so what i can tell you is my gut tells me those who ignore it, you're ignoring it at your own peril because it's going to play such a big role in so many companies. Um, and some of those companies are going to be competitors of yours. So adopting and adapting it to your business earlier on is probably a smart move. Okay. You set it up nicely and I agree with that. Need to look at it, need to understand it. Need to use it where it's smart. So I believe you have three points to share with us on embracing AI as a company, like a cleaning company. Can you share those three points with us? Certainly can. Now, let's preface this that say to tell you that these are not the only three ways you can use it. These are just what I see as three great, simple, easy, kind of just getting started, get your feet wet kind of ways. Uh, this can go way deeper is my point. So- Point number one that I want to bring up is using it for content creation. Now, when I talk about content creation, I'm talking about from the ideation stage, which is coming up with ideas of what to create content around, all the way through the creation stage. And there are numerous, numerous tools out there that can help you do that, right? Whether it be uh, ChatGPT, which is the big animal in the room, other tools that are a little bit more uh, specific to certain things like Jasper. And if you wanted to climb it to SEO space, Surfer SEO, Grammarly, Canva, there are so many tools out there that are all leveraging AI, even your web browsers, right? As Google's trying to roll out theirs and Bing has theirs and the one in Bing is insanely powerful. If you haven't opened up uh the Bing, uh, Bing website and played with that, it's worth checking out and seeing what's going on there. So it's definitely 
going to cause a rift in how things are created. Now, will it ever replace humans? That's up to you, right? So the key is, the key is, is what we're seeing is it's going to become more of a, uh, where humans need to become more strategic. And then we use tools like AI to deliver on the strategy. The AI likely is not going to be able to create a strategy as good as you, at least not at this point, right? However, leveraging it to do content creation, content ideation is powerful. Now, what am I talking about? I'm talking about mostly sales and marketing here. We're talking about content for blogs that you might write, content for social media you might want to create, content for videos you want to shoot. Uh, the, the, you know, the sky's the limit here in terms of what kind of content you want to create. But if you just step into chat GPT and you just, you learn to ask better questions, you learn to prompt it with better information, you're going to get better information out. So with, with AI, the better the input you give it, the better the output you're going to get. And most people don't realize that they'll type something simple in, write me an article on so-and-so. Yeah, you certainly can do that. Uh, the more information you give it about that article that you want, the better, right? So you may, you can also even these days train the AI how to sound like you. It's quite incredible. If you feed it information of stuff you've written before, it will use that. It's intelligent enough to use that when it creates new content for you. So it, it's quite amazing. And we're seeing that evolution really come, come on quickly, fast and furious at this point in time, where it's like, wow, um, that tool sounds just like me. Now, my case is a little, maybe a little different than some of you listening to this, because I've been on the internet for a very long time. I've written hundreds and hundreds of articles. I have a lot of content on the internet and have had so for 20 something years now. Now, um, that does play into it. The more content that can find, the better it can create. Well, content creation being that first one, look into it, see how you can leverage it. Just remember, um, you have to fact check everything that you content create. Fact check it, don't be silly. You also need to run plagiarism checkers on this content to make sure you're not stealing, even though unknowingly, you want to run it through a plagiarism checker. If you use tools like Grammarly, another AI tool, uh, <laughs> Grammarly has a plagiarism checker built into its pro version that you could easily plag check for plagiarism in the content. And then you could feel good about putting the content out there that it's not taking from somebody else. So, and there are lots of other tools like that to assist you in content creation. I've named a few. Um, there are lots and lots and lots more. It's another rabbit hole we can go down. Point number two, I would say, is going to dovetail point number one. And this has to do with correspondence. Correspondence. When you need to communicate something to someone, you could think about stepping into a chat GPT and typing in, hey, I need to write a collection letter to client um, so-and-so because they're 90 days overdue on making their payment to me. And then you tell it, the more information you give it, the better. You say, look, I, we love this client. They've been with us a while. We want to maintain this client. We're not looking to burn a bridge here. Type that in. Tell the tool that. So the tool will create content based on it. You could also tell it, 
the tone you want to use. We want to use a friendly tone, a non-threatening tone. You could tell it that and it will produce content based on what you feed it. So remember, the better the input, the better the output. So correspondence, and I'm going to take correspondence a step further. Many in the cleaning and restoration uh, industry have a lot of Spanish-speaking staff. You could very easily type a piece of correspondence in English. Take that correspondence, plug it into ChatGPT and say, please translate this to Spanish. Right? And it will very easily, ba -ba -ba boom, there it is. Now you have it in Spanish. So if you need to deliver that in Spanish to your Spanish-speaking team, there you go. You need to translate other pieces of content, employee manuals, things like that. Think about it. You could use tools like that to get you started down that pathway. Yeah, you're going to want to have somebody check it and make sure eventually, but it's a great place to start and you could save yourself a fortune in time and money, right? So correspondence, writing emails to clients, writing emails to staff, um, responding to comments somebody leaves in your social media. They leave you a little bit of a weird comment and you're not sure how to reply to it. You don't, you want to say it eloquently. You need a little help. Go into a tool like ChatGPT. Type some things in. This is what I'm trying to say. Can you come up with a response to a critique somebody gave me? Boom. And it'll pop something out and see if you like it. At a minimum, it'll give you a head start on where to go. Powerful, powerful tool here. So the third big point I would want to make, or the third way you might want to leverage it, and this is something Jeff and I have talked about in the past, are systems. Systems, right? You can go into a chat GPT, and I'm using that as an example because that's a free one you can go and use right now. So you can go to chat GPT and you could type in, um, create a, uh, a system for a commercial cleaning company uh, for its staff uh, to clean uh, restrooms, right? And then it'll, it'll create it for you. And then you could say, okay, can you simplify that and put it into a checklist for me? Ba-ba-ba-ba-boom. It'll, it'll give you the checklist. And then you can say, now I need it in Spanish because I have some Spanish speaking stuff. Can you translate this checklist? Ba-ba-ba-ba-boom. There you go again. Now, is it going to be perfect? No, it's not going to be. But I want you to remember that these tools are built on uber amounts of data. Whatever data has been entered onto the internet over the past 20 plus years, this tool has that at its fingertips and it pulls from everything that it can see and everything that it can find in milliseconds, nanoseconds. And there you go. So when you talk about, well, I don't have time to create a system. You don't go on ChatGPT and start there. See what it gives you. And remember the better input you give it, the better the output's going to be. And don't be afraid to ask follow-up questions and clarification. So if you're chatting with it, it responds. You ask for clarification, ask for simplification, and it will do that. So the three big points, once again, content creation, right? That's from ideation all the way through creation. Then correspondence, right? Think emails, think responding to comments, things like that, right? And then we go into systems.
the power of creating systems. What do you think? Wet your whistle a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) Good information. Um, Yeah, I use it as to get ideas. I think it's a great search engine in addition to just you want another word for something, it'll give you a list. It's quick. So lots of ways to use it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anything that has to do with you need a little input, you want some ideas, you want to do a little research, very powerful. It's a tool. Sure. Think about it for sales. Why aren't we using it to research companies that we want to, let's say if you're a commercial cleaning company and you're looking to get into XYZ corporation to do their cleaning, you could use it for research. Have the tool tell you a little bit about the company. Yeah. You know? There's so many things, Dean. Let's save a few of these ideas for another episode because we'll, I'm sure you'll have a few more to share with us down the road real quick. No doubt. No doubt. It's amazing. Don't be afraid, folks. That's the last thing I'm going to leave you with. Play with it. You could start with a chat GPT because it's free. It's free. And learn. Watch a few videos on YouTube. You know, give yourself an hour to just sink your teeth in. And you're going to find out, wow, I can actually use this. Let your mind wander on how to use it creatively. And you'll start coming up with some pretty powerful ideas, I bet. 